Bible has been around, read, adjusted, and interacted with for literally ages. Greg has read it so you don't have to, and now births into the world, Better Bible. Before we begin, as you will be listening to a retelling of Bible, please note that trigger warnings are in place for racism, xenophobia, violence, sexual assault, rape, child abuse, incest, animal cruelty, and more. Welcome to A Better Bible. Everything is meaningless, or vanity, or an enigma, or ethereal. We have arrived at Ecclesiastes, which I think I might be pronouncing almost correctly. And this one is bleak, like really, really bleak. Admittedly, it will be doing that thing that a lot of bleak books do, where it spends ages saying everything's rubbish and finishes by going, but that's okay and good in a, in, in a way. Which isn't going to trick us, is it? It opens by letting us know that everything in life is meaningless, and then spends 12 chapters explaining why this is the case. Basically, we die and no one cares. We work hard, toiling and struggling. We live, we die, our ancestors lived and died, and our children and grandchildren will live and die. But regardless, the earth continues. Whatever great achievements we do, or whatever horrors we commit, the earth continues and the wind could not give less of a fuck about any of our trials and tribulations. Achievement, striving for a good life, is like grabbing at the wind. It's stupid, pointless, impossible, meaningless. What has been will be, there's nothing new under the sun. Whatever your ambitions, don't go thinking it's new. It's been done before, will be done again. If you decide to do a podcast where you essentially rewrite Bible and get it all into bite-sized and understandable sections, no one will listen. It's been done before and will be done again, Greg. And it will be done better. Not that it matters, because no one cares, and if anyone does care, they will die along with you, and no one will remember the show. You strive for nothing. Remember your great, 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 great aunt? Remember what they did? No? Exactly. No one will remember you either. You're fucked. You mean nothing. All wisdom, all madness, all folly, all of it. It's all meaningless. The more knowledge you acquire, the harder you're going to grieve because all you can really know, if you find the truth, is that nothing means anything. Oof, okay, let's take a breather, because I don't know about you, but this is bleak as all hell. It really doesn't let up, either. The best you can hope for, right, is that the third chapter is essentially just that bird song. A time to grow, a time to reap, a time to do this, and then do that, all that stuff. Pretty much just chapter three, word for word, and by chapter four, the gloves are off even harder. I saw the tears of the oppressed, 
The dead are happier than those already alive, but the happiest of all are those that have not been born. I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable to level with you guys. This book is bringing me down. Like, as I write this script, it's pouring down outside, it's cold, it's overcast, it's dark at about 2pm, and God is telling me that shit is shit. The chapter goes on to say that the endless toil of man is meaningless, because you know, why do we bother as everything is just pointless? Right, fuck this. I'm going to continue with the book, obviously, but after each chapter, I'll try and keep you warm and safe by sharing a joke about ducks. Okay? Sound like a good deal? For example, life is empty and meaningless. However, what is a duck's favourite part of the news? Why, it's the feather forecast, of course. Everything you do will be forgotten, and your ancestors mean nothing to you, and you mean nothing to them. But what is a duck's favourite ballet? The Nutquacker. I think if we do it this way, we can go forward. God, remember him? He hates fools, and fools speak a lot. So when you're chatting away, be careful not to write checks your ass can't cash. Fear God in all things. In all things fear God. And remember that whosoever loves money will never have enough. And a duckling's favourite game is Beekaboo. Those who work hard are able to sleep soundly. I mean, their work means nothing. It's a waste of everyone's time, but they sleep well. The rich, however, are all evil pricks, every last one of them. Everyone comes into this world naked, and they leave naked. So the rich are not better than you. They will die too. Every single fucking thing is meaningless. But ducks get up at the quack of dawn. Bible kind of outs itself in chapter 6 by, after pointing out that everything anyone ever does is pathetic and meaningless, it says that the more the words, the less the meaning. So this is doing one of two possible things. One, being blissfully ignorant of just how unnecessarily wordy Bible itself is. Or two, is pointing out that in much the same way as a fool would use loads of words to say nothing, we should be wary of paying too much attention to Bible or indeed any religious scripture. Maybe it's pointing out that these guidebooks are intended to be just that. Here's a shitload of words. If it helps you, grab it. If it's irrelevant to you, drop it. Maybe Bible is setting itself up as dispensable. What do you think? It's the first one, isn't it? It's... <sighs> it's as clear as the reason a duck would go to the chiropractor. Say it with me. To get its back quacked. It points out that it's better to go to a house of mourning than of feasting. I've been to both. Feasting is better. There's usually a much nicer vibe in that kind of place. Death is waiting for us all. It binds us all. Well, then this is just silly. If you start an argument, right, the very, very start of your argument is that we will defo die. And yeah, all right, I admit it is a large possibility that I will one day maybe die. That might happen, fair enough. But if you're going to die anyway... Doesn't that make everything matter so much more? You've a finite time to live, so you best have a great time regardless of legacy. Living to be remembered seems a childish way to... 
Is the author just in a grump because he isn't getting respect he thinks he deserves? Yeah, fuck it. Okay, right. When things are good, be happy. When things are shit, remember that God invented up both of it, so if you love happiness, you have to love sadness or something. There's no one on earth that doesn't sin and don't pay attention to anything anyone says. Presumably apart from the author of this here book. And why do ducks never grow up? Because they grow down. Obey the king's command, I see. It all comes to this at some point, doesn't it? We can't get Solomon-based wisdom, and I assume this is more Solly wisdom, without dropping a sneaky all-hail-the-king. Right, what else? No one has power over death or knows when they will die. May as well eat, drink, and be merry. It swings wildly between a despair and a willful abandon, doesn't it? All is meaningless, so be sad. All is meaningless, so be glad. Repeat, alternate, repeat. But don't worry, this dichotomy gets almost sort of kind of resolved in chapter 11. So three more chapters of despair, then the resolution, then the epilogue. How are you guys doing out there? I really hope this isn't getting to you, is it? Is it or at least it's not getting you down too much. Don't worry, like, like with the uh, last house on the left. You get through it by repeating it's only a movie, right? So remember that this is only a story. As sad as it is, it's not real. We're okay. I've got your back. And also, I haven't forgotten the deal. Don't you worry. Hey, come closer. Come closer still. Closer. It's just you and me. What's a duck's favourite taco topping? Any guesses? <laughs> yep. Quacamole. As we're all going to die, that means that we all share the same destiny. There's madness in our hearts as we live. The living, right? Uh, we all know we will die. But the dead know nothing. Their love, their jealousy, their hate, all of that. All dead with them. So eat up, drink up. Life is meaningless. It is, however, your meaningless life. And that's got to stand for something. Do whatever you want with your life. It's all meaningless and you will die. We are condemned to be alive. So fuck it. Live. This seems out of nowhere incredibly permissive. And it feels almost like I can't be understanding it correctly. Is Bible saying essentially, do as thou wilt? Are we getting all Crowley up in this bitch? Right, you know those that lead you? Pricks. Each and every one of them. And... As no one knows what's coming, anyone who claims they do is a liar. The section of Bible, after the Books of Wisdom, by the way, uh, will be the major prophets. Don't know if that's relevant to this very clear assertion that prophets are liars. And a duck would go to a fancy event in a duck cedo. Okay, chapter 11. Let's, let's give some amount of sense to these wildly contradictory statements we've read. You will never understand God or life. There isn't really anything to understand, so enjoy yourself. But appreciate that shit things will happen as well. And if you're going to be happy with the good, you have to accept the bad as it's all part of the meaningless tapestry of life. Follow your heart and know that judgment is coming. Remember God in every single thing that you do. Life will fade, but judgment is real. Judgment is coming and will happen. Don't study too hard, you'll exhaust yourself and it's all meaningless anyway. Meaningless 
meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Fear God, keep his commandments, and always remember that the duck got detention because he couldn't stop quacking jokes. Congratulations on listening to this episode of Better Bible. Start a club and share your favorite moments. Tell your loved ones we're here, and we will save you. Greg Bless. That's really stupid. Stupid.